Tough conversation with the whole nation. Tough conversation with the whole nation. If you're looking for something that has substance, this is the podcast to listen to. Let's listen to this episode. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I have my close friend Tyler on the podcast, and we're going to talk about does unconditional love exist? So, Tyler, what's good with you, bro? Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it, man. That's what's up, bro. So, in your perspective, does unconditional love exist? Just give them the short version. Give them... Give them a two-minute recap of your perspective, and then we'll dive in it. It's pretty darn rare. I'll give you that much. It's rare. Uh, and I want to start off, I want to I say a couple of disclaimers. Number one, I am not qualified in any way to have an opinion on this. Uh, I'm like the least qualified guy about love. And then uh, number two, you are taking like a serious risk having me on your podcast. I'm probably like the most controversial person you had on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Um so the thing about it, I feel the same way as you. I I'm not qualified. I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist. I don't have a PhD or anything of that nature. But you and me, we had a conversation. You posed this question to me. We were literally going for a ride, chilling. We have deep conversations like we usually do. That's how we bond. So in most cases, I feel like Unconditional love is an illusion. Yeah, for sure. I feel like if people accepted that fact, because this sounds good, right? Unconditional love. That sounds so beautiful. It sounds it so sounds romantic, really right? Yeah. So um, why do you feel it doesn't exist? Like, why do you feel like it's rare? Let's start. I think uh, from a philosophical perspective. So that's the way I'm defining it. First thing, we got to define it. Unconditional love. Uh, I'm just I'm defining it straight up how it sounds. Unconditioned love without a condition. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that. I mean, I can't find any kind of love that's without a condition. If you want to talk like love that is like you're loving someone just for themselves, well, that's still got a condition. So, you know, that's the way I'm looking. I like it. Like it's still conditional. Yeah. So here are two different definitions that I've, I've found online here's one uh definition number one unconditional love is known as affection without any limitations or without or love without conditions this term is sometimes associated with other terms of love altruism or complete love so that's number one number two unconditional love simply put is love without strings attached it's love you offer freely. You don't base it on what someone does for you in return. You simply love them and want nothing more than their happiness. See, I feel like that's more like obsession at that point. You know, like love, love for someone with nothing in return. Like you're always, especially if we're talking in a romantic sense, we're always getting something in return romantically at least in a in a healthy relationship otherwise uh if you're getting absolutely nothing in return is it is it really a relationship or is it just a one-sided kind of like yeah so i got different categories and we're going to talk about each category 
Do you think unconditional love exists between a parent and a child, vice versa? Do you think there's unconditional love there? Okay, so I actually, I flipped my opinion on this one. So I used to think mother to child, a mother's love specifically uh, for her child was unconditional. And that made a lot of sense to me because there's nothing that that child can do that, uh, that will make that mom stop loving it. Except, here's the thing, here's the condition, it's got to be her child. So it, it's, only, it's only based on if it's actually her child. She doesn't have unconditional love for every child. So even then, you could still philosophically say that there's a condition there. So, you know, I mean, how tightly are we defined? Um, we're not going to be, I'm not going to be super dogmatic. It's just up to your interpretation. So mother, child, right? I feel like, hmm, I can't even put a percentage on it, but I'm, I'm going to just, for the sake of it, I'm going to say it's 50, 50. I do not feel like all mothers have unconditional love for their child because you hear of instances where a mother might put it up for adoption or she might. And and, and I can't speak for it. I can't really go into too much of it because I'm not throwing I'm in no way, shape or form throwing shade at anyone who make any type of decisions like that. But you hear stories. That's my point. You hear stories like that. Now, I do feel that women in general are more capable of unconditional love than men because I feel like as men, we're more wired. We're measured by money. We measure by power. We're measured by success. And in business and career and developing yourself, there's, there's a bunch of conditions in that. Uh, I just want to stick to that first point uh, about unconditional love for, for mother to child. Definitely uh, getting rarer these days. That's for sure. It's getting rarer these days. You hear about it less. You hear more and more stories about these uh, moms that put up their kid for adoption. And I, I think that's kind of, kind of really sad, but let's say it's a healthy relationship and the mother uh, is taking care of the child like a baby almost, you know, like it's a baby, like a mom that is taking care of a baby. There's nothing that that baby can do that is going to make that mom stop loving it. And even as the child grows up, I mean, you, you see it all the time. There, there's women that they love their, their teenager. They love their grown, their grown child. They, they love them all through their life. Doesn't matter the decisions. Maybe they don't approve of all their decisions, but they still love them. So I think, and then even then you kind of see sometimes like a guy murders someone and then the mom is, is like defending. I'll see some news stories like the mom's defending him. He's like, no, he's, 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 he's a good man. And I was like, okay, all right. Maybe that's closer to that unconditional love. Cause, cause that guy murdered someone and the mom is still sticking up for him. So. Yeah, that's real talk, man. Um, so for the sake, for the sake of it, cause I'm gonna move on to the next section let's say for the sake of our argument and, and some, or, or let's just say in some cases with a parent and child, unconditional love can exist. Let's just leave it there. Now, what about a pet owner? So let's say, you know, somebody has a cat, they have a dog, they have a frog, whatever the animal is. Does unconditional love exist between a pet and a pet? 
See, now that's tough because I got a cat, and my cat's name is uh, Mittens 2, and he's awesome. I really love this cat. Now, there's not a lot that this cat can do to make me stop loving it, but there are a few things. Like, if he just... He, like, he just started spiting me and just, like, using my bed as, like, a litter box or something just on purpose. I knew he was doing it on purpose. I don't know if I would I would love that cat so much anymore. So that's my condition, personally, in my personal experience. Now, I know a few <laughs> people, uh, I know a few people <laughs> that uh, they're going to still love the cat anyway. And I don't know, you know, I don't know how healthy of a relationship that is. But uh, that's more closer to that unconditional part. Okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate, but I also kind of feel this way. Now, I do feel that unconditional love can exist between a pet owner and a pet. However, I do feel like some people, and they might not admit it to themselves, they may call it unconditional love, they may call it whatever they want to call it, but some people might get a pet to fill a void, right? Maybe they feel a loneliness or maybe they want companionship or whatever the case is. And I think that I think that some people celebrate unconditional love. Like like you get a medal if you call it unconditional love. But I personally feel like if someone got a pet and there is quote unquote conditional love there, that's okay. I just thought of a really good example. Uh I know someone that owns a scorpion. There is nothing that well, I don't know if they love that scorpion, but let's say they do. Some people love scorpions. There is nothing that scorpion can do to uh, make them stop loving it, short of uh, like breaking out of its cage and murdering them or something. And then even then, I think even even as like their last dying breath, it's like it's okay, scorpion, it's okay, Ugh. and then they die. So I, I think okay, unconditional love for scorpions and snakes and stuff for for uh, the stranger people that own. Yeah, totally, man. And you know, I grew up with dogs. You know, as a kid from when I could remember it to when I moved out of the house when I was 21, since 21, I haven't had any pets. But when I was a kid, I didn't necessarily have unconditional love for, for my pets. I'm not going to be honest. There's other things that was way more important. Uh, school, sports. Um, there's so, so many things that I love more than my dogs. And it's like I didn't go out and buy the dogs. My parents did. So they were my parents pets him from my from my eyes so i personally i feel like there's probably less than five things in this world that i personally love unconditionally am i one of is it me <laughs> <laughs> that is cat but <laughs> you you can tell you are my God. bro you you are my bro um but anyways, okay, so now we've, we've talked about parent and child. We've talked about pet, owner, and pet. Okay, what about siblings? Can unconditional love exist between siblings? And let's just say extended family, right? And just anything like family relative besides parent and child. Uh, uh, tough call. That's a really tough call, man. I don't think, uh, I don't think it does, personally. Uh, and I think it's weaker, personally, than the uh, the bond between mother and child, which is we we've agreed is sometimes unconditional. Yeah, I think I think sibling love or uh, other family love it's it's a weaker bond. 
Okay, so I'll challenge you on that because me personally, like things I've observed and seen, I've seen unconditional love in those cases. I personally love a lot of my sisters unconditionally, Um, especially, and I'll just say this publicly, like my sister Mahogany and my sister Jane Marie, them two especially. Like I taught Mahogany her first steps and I'm 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 not her parent, but like, I saw her grow and develop. I see her characteristics in me. There's nothing she could really do for me to okay, take my life. All right, I'm a devil's advocate you though right now. You find out tomorrow she's a serial killer. And, and you know for sure. I would still love her unconditionally. Now, would I be upset? Would I be disappointed? Would I be angry? Yeah, but I would visit her in prison. I would... I would hmm. I would be there to support her. I would try Is to do what I could right. to help her to change if I could. All right. You got me there, man. I mean, that, that seems pretty unconditional. Um, well, what's the condition? So the condition is that she's, she remains your sister though. But she will always be my sister though. There's nothing that's going to change that. She Even if I found out, let's just say, Hypothetically, I found out she wasn't my sibling, which is impossible. We came out of the same womb. Um, I would still love her. There's nothing. There's literally nothing that would stop my my love for her. Like, and what what's that love based? <laughs> well, a she's my sister, and then B we grew up together. Okay, like so I it's saw based her. On- it's it's less about her being my, like it's more like I we lived in the same house. I kind of helped raise. I would literally like stay home Monday and Friday from my senior year of school to like spend time with her. That's how much I loved her. So so it's based on the exp- number one the experiences that you've had together and the time and effort that you put into developing her as a person, and then number two the blood. Bond. Exactly. I wouldn't call it a condition. I would call it a circumstance. Condition is like a stipulation, right? So like my love will stop because X, Y, Z, right? That's, that's a condition. A circumstance is like we happen to be siblings and we happen to grow up in the same house because let's say she was my blood and sibling, but we didn't grow up in the same house, I might not necessarily have this unconditional love. Is this the same thing like that a sounds woman like happens? A there. I don't know, man. That sounds like a condition. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. It's, so what's the difference between that and a woman happens to get pregnant and have a baby, right? Someone happens to go to the sh- someone happens to go to the um, pet store or rescue a pet or whatever, and then they get this bond and if if you look at it from that standpoint, and if you feel like that's not unconditional love, then unconditional that's love true. is zero percent existing. If you, yeah, if you look so, at it from that lens, from that, if you're trying to play devil's advocate, that's the most technical definition of unconditional love, and, and that's why I flipped. Is that you got to have the condition? So for their, for a mother to love her child, just missing and that again, that condition is that it has to be her child. Or as as you would put it, that circumstance 
but that's the most technical. That's the most technical. So if we take a little bit of technicality out of that, okay, you win. You sounds like you got <laughs> love over there for your uh, for your sister. Let's get it. And that wasn't my point. My point was to try to, to prove that. But okay, so now we've talked about parent and child. We've talked about pet owner and pet. We've talked about siblings. Now here's the here's the spicy one. Here's the one that most people I feel like this would be the most um I don't want to say controversial, but a lot of e- people either gonna be on the left. Or are they going to be on the right? Most people, if you used to ask them, does unconditional love exist between a parent and child? Most people would say yes. If you say pet owner and pet, most people would probably say a sibling. It'd probably be half and half. But I'm on the, I'm the other half on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, let's go with romantic situations, meaning two people are dating or two people are married. Does unconditional love exist in they so i i made the biggest mistake ever and i think i had i had an ex-girlfriend she mentioned unconditional love and i was like unconditional love doesn't exist and she's like she texted me later she texted me like 10 minutes later or something she's like i feel so sorry for you that you think unconditional love doesn't exist i'm like look it's just a technicality like i tried to explain it, it just was not it, it was just not uh, computing. So personally, I don't think between romantic partners, it exists in the, in the most technical terms, it doesn't exist. Now loving someone for who they are as a person, that's a, that's a different definition. And I'm not using that definition in this particular instance. I'm talking the technical, a love without a condition. I don't think it exists between romantic partners. You're always, when you're in a romantic relationship, you're always getting something out of that romantic relationship. I, I mean, and that justifies for the relationship to, to continue. And that goes both ways with the person. That person is growing off of you and you're growing off of that person. You both uh, enjoy each other's companies. Like that could be a condition. Uh, you find that your partner is kind. That's a condition. That's something that you enjoy about them that is a condition. So, you know, I have a lot of conditions when, in my romantic partners. Uh, they got to be kind. Uh, they have to be pretty. They're, you know, they got to be a, a really wonderful person. They have to be compatible. Those are all sorts of conditions in my kind of love. So, you know, I mean, there, there's the question of unconditional love after an, a relationship is established for a very, very long time. That's a different question. That might exist. So this is the only area where we almost see identical. Um, I don't think unconditional love exists between two people dating and married. I just, it doesn't. Cause like as, as humans, right? Like when you think about love, as you, when you think about somebody you're looking for, we have a laundry list of what we want in someone, right? Some people may want somebody that's this way or that way, or you know what I'm saying? Compatibility. We want somebody that's compatible. So there are things that we want in a relationship. There's, Day in and day out, when we're in a relationship, we are getting something out of it. And so now, can it de- can unconditional love develop over time? Yes, but it doesn't start there. If you dated somebody for a year, the first year you might not have it. Even the first year of marriage, you might not have that. So the main reason I would say 
that it probably doesn't exist. Like, I'm like 99.99% sure of this is because the main reason I feel like it doesn't exist in, in dating and marriage, if the person cheats, you're going to cut it. Okay. Now, there are some cases, there are some cases where the person loved them so much that even if they cheat, they may rekindle. So maybe that's possible. But what if they cheat again and again and again and again? Like, I don't know how many people would date someone or marry someone and that person continuously cheat and they're not going to cut it. So the condition is loyalty and faithfulness. So that's where I would say, like, you could name any other scenario. I feel like unconditional love exists. But in a romantic situation, dating, husband, wife, I don't think it exists. And that's not a bad thing. I don't think that. Now, devil's advocate right here. Healthy relationship. You're talking about healthy relationships. Unhealthy ones, sometimes there's one partner that's going out and they're cheating uh, with the entire town and the other partner knows about it and they're like, nah, man, I still love you. So that's more of like an obsession, though. So maybe that is kind of unconditional. What do you Yeah, I mean, if 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 let's say you got one person that's loyal and their partner is cheating and they stay with that person. Could that be unconditional? Possible. But, or is it the person or is the person broken or does the person have low self-esteem? So it's like it's it's hard to say it's hard to say that that's unconditional love because what is the reason for staying in a relationship? Could it be fear of moving on? Could it be fear of this? Or what if like, what if the person that's cheating have a bunch of money, right? Millionaire, billionaire, whatever. So the condition is, oh, they got money. I'm going to stay in it and I'm going to put up with this. But what if he went broke? Okay, now I'm out. So it's like, there's context that we might not see. So that. So the so the condition, what you're saying is the condition is that that person be that specific person. This obsession has developed for this person from the other person, and uh, based on whatever outside factors, uh, money was one you mentioned. So, yeah, that seems like a condition. I don't know about you, man. It looks like a condition to me. Yeah, for sure. But I, where I wouldn't call it an obsession, though. Use the word obsession. I don't agree with this obsession part feel like someone could stay in an unhealthy relationship um, but not be obsessed. It could be like, do they have children, right? It could be, okay, we have children together. You out there cheating, but to keep the image for the children, whatever, whatever. And then there are some cases where they might put up that for 20 years. The kids are grown. Okay, now I'm cutting it now. Um, so you just never know, like, what is the reason for staying in, in that particular yeah, maybe sometimes obsession. You're right. I, I was saying it was uh, always obsession. It's not always obsession. Sometimes it could be obsession. Most of the time, it's not healthy. And now uh, I lost my thought. But yeah, most of the time, it's definitely not healthy. Okay, cool. So we've talked about does unconditional love exist? Parent and child, pet owner and a pet, siblings or family relatives, or romantic situations. And you and I are kind of on the skeptical side. You and I both feel it's rare. So 
let's let's look at the other side of the coin. Well, where would you feel that unconditional love does exist? Yep. We kind of <laughs> we kind of threw a lot of shade at unconditional love. Not we didn't like intentionally throw shade at it. We just share an honest opinion. But let's look at the other side of the coin. Where do you personally feel like it does? Well, so I mentioned earlier, scorpions, some people really love their pets. And so there's, I feel like there's nothing that pet can do to make them un, to make them not love their pet. And this, and that's what I'm saying, like obsession or unhealthy, like pet codependence or something. So there's that one. Uh, number two relationship. We didn't cover this. What if let's say, uh, they've been married, you know, a couple have been married for 60 years or something. One falls ill. And the other one's taking care of them. Is that more an expression of unconditional? Yes, that is an expression of unconditional love. Let's say that person gets healthy again. Now they can. Now they're. Now they're maybe in a condition. Uh, a condition again. So I feel like in that instance, that's like a. I don't want to say a temporary act of unconditional love but it's a period of time right it didn't start on unconditional love because up front there's conditions that whatever whatever because there's certain things you're like oh i see that red flag i'm I'm gonna break up with you but you didn't see the red red flag so you stayed in a relationship now they're both let's hypothetically say 60 years both are loyal both are putting in work one person develops some type of uh, medical situation where they got to be a caregiver so now they're giving them their all, but that moment where they be when they become crippled is when you become unconditional, right? See, now I think the crippling is the conditional part. Like that's the condition is that as long as that person's sick, that <laughs> that love comes in. But also based on the fact that they already have a prior relationship that's been built up. So those are two conditions right there. But that's from the technical standpoint again. If we're talking more like the emotional side, because we got this difference, me and you, uh, you're like more a little more emotional than I am. And I'm like, <laughs> Absolutely. That stuff Absolutely. Technically. yeah, so if we're looking more at the emotional side, like romantic aspect of it, I think it's a really beautiful form of love um, is taking care of your partner when they're sick. I think that's actually a really beautiful thing, um, especially after a long marriage where you're just together with this person. You've got a built up reputation with them and you're just sticking it out till death. And that's, I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let me just add my thoughts in real quick. Um, I feel unconditional love exists. I feel like it's rare. Um, in most cases it might exist in the family unit, um, or even like a pet, but a pet could be extension of that sometimes friendships depending um but i will say i do feel like there may be some women out there who may have a natural or subconscious unconditional love type of love it's just their nature maybe it's the way they grew up maybe they saw it between their parents or whatever um i do feel like there's women out there who just have that in them right that's why they end up might they might be the person that that do adopt they might be the person that rescues the 
the the the dog or the cat. They're the rescuers. They're the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, adoption. Um, they're the, a special kind of person too. Exactly, exactly. So, are there men like that out there? Eh, very, 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 very small percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, as guys, we <laughs> we're not going to really do that because we we're, we're 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 raised to chase power, position, money, right? Because let mm-hmm. like, 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 let me put it this way. No, 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 no. It's like this, right? So let's say there's a guy. That's a caregiver, right? He's taking care of his grandmother, his mom, it don't matter. And yeah. he's honest and he's friendly and maybe he doesn't have much to show for, you know what I'm saying? People might not look at that as astute as if it's a woman who's a caregiver, who's a volunteer and doing the same thing, right? But a guy, you know, if he got a decent position, you know, I'm not going to name a corporation, but let's say he's just like a, I don't know, a manager, a VP at a, you know what I'm saying? He got a little bit of money and he got a little decent car. He don't even have to have a mansion or anything like that. So. No, you don't even, mansion is. Yeah, so that's why I feel like most, most guys, probably 80 to 85% or more, don't really have that conditional love because their focus is on that shmoney. No, I think I think the reason that guys reach out more for money is also the reason that it's more rare for them to have unconditional love in the way that we've defined it. Yeah, I agree with that. Totally agree with that. Well, this has been an awesome conversation, bro. Um, I feel like this is good content. I feel like people would get a lot out of this. And I challenge people to like, have this conversation amongst themselves with their family, with their friends. It's a, it's a neat I'm pretty topic. sure any, everybody will have varying perspectives, right? There's no right or wrong. Like I said, I'm not, a, I don't have a PhD. I'm not a doctor. I'm not speaking. In fact, I'm very convinced in my feelings and thoughts, but that doesn't necessarily mean like, Oh, this is, this is the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate, uh, statement on unconditional love. Uh, it's the end all be all. No, my my opinion is definitely definitely <laughs> right for sure. It's got to be, man. Hundred <laughs> percent. My unqualified uh, Florida, based on one research article. <laughs> uh, Wikipedia, right? Wikipedia. Yeah, no, no, no. I like I just googled it, and the first one that came up, I was like, oh, I agree with that. That's my opinion. I'm going to share that. <laughs> Yeah. No, uh, for real though, man, I really appreciate you having me on the podcast. I'll give you free content anytime. Uh, I always love these philosophical type questions and, uh, thanks so much, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the lunch break podcast. Thank you for listening. This is where we do it at. Tough conversation with the whole nation. Tough conversation with the whole nation. Check out Mason Ashad on Spotify and Apple Music.